Welcome to the part two of, <laughs> of the Golden Globes fallout and how we got here or how they got here, child. I don't even want to be a part of that. I don't want. I don't want to attach my name to that to that mess. Um, so yeah. So today uh, we're gonna deal with the money and why. Why the money is talking right now, and people are listening. <laughs> so that's what we're gonna deal with today. The money, honey. Let's go ahead and kick this off um, with a little bit of history on 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 the monies here and why you know specifically why uh nbc pulling out of the golden globes for just a year or so um you know it's very conditional on on if the globes will return um but why is that so important and any movement is going to be successful, you know, if there's enough voice, if there's enough energy behind it, and, you know, people are picking up on it, you know, yada, 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 right? But what really makes a movement sing is the money. Um, and in this case, the threatening and um, the threatening, the the not even the threat, y'all, the the very very grounded promise that you will not get your monies anymore. Not only are <laughs> the Golden Globes or the you know uh, Hollywood Foreign Press in trouble with you know NBC and. You know, went over that in part one about, you know, how NBC was like, bye, you know, we might see y'all in 2023, but if y'all ain't cleaned this up by then, bye, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> um, but they, they are in trouble with these grants and these endowments and endorsements and and all the things, all these donations that they get, and oh, they're in trouble because when you when you take on those those types of monies, there's criteria there, right? In order for you to get the monies, and by them practicing. You know, in in partying, in bribery, um, I'm sure that that <laughs> negates um, the rules and the guidelines of these monies. Okay, now I'm sure you know donations came in; they didn't have them kind of stipulations. I'm sure, but when you talking grant money. You got to play by some very specific rules. And I'm 
I gathered this information mostly from the Los Angeles Times story that they did um, on February 21st of this year. It was a listen. I love the New York Times and the LA Times, baby. I am subscribed to both because they cover everything, okay? Um, but when I say the LA Times have been bussing stories wide open, controversies wide open, they are like gritty about it. They're so good. The writing is so good. The journalists are hard hitting. They don't pull any punches. They like, look, all doing this. Okay, so why? How long did y'all think y'all was gonna get away with this? Like, come on, you know. And of course, I'm being layman about it. <laughs> but they're really, really good. So. They broke a story February 21st about all of the bride on with the Hollywood Foreign Press. But then they also broke down the financial stuff. Like, well, where are they getting all their money from? Okay, it's not just bribes. Okay, it's not. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, gifts. Let's say that. Okay. <clears throat> it's not just these gifts. It is, like I said at the beginning, a lot of it is grants a lot of it is you know donations and it's a nice chunk it's just it's a nice chunk um <laughs> but then yeah yeah but then I mean he always got to say something but then it, they also make to the tune of like $60 million from the actual award show with NBC. And that is, you know, with advertising and, you know, the little gift bags, the swags, all of that stuff, all of that advertising, they make money off of it, right? So... And it's, it's like 60, estimated $60 million. And I'm like, oh my God, so like, whoa. And the grants is unknown. And I keep wanting to say like, it's like close to like 20 or something like that. Between like 10 or 20 million bucks. And then, you know, it's not a big organization, association, whatever you want to call it, Asian. It's not that big it's only like 90 people so you're 90 of y'all and y'all is pulling in about between 70 to 80 to 90 million dollars um that's a lot of money because that's a small organization um I'm looking at them like they're employees because I mean, I mean they're getting paid somehow, right? They they getting paid. Um, that is concerning because if you're already bringing in a nice chunk of change, 
your overhead is really not that much. So what? And so and then what the New York what the not the New York the LA Times article did was they even, you know, broke it down to like, you know, the judges are paid. Um the voters are paid for their time. Um they're paid for writing you know, blogs and entries onto the website. Um, so, I mean, they, they can, they making money. Okay. They're, they're being paid. They're making money and all the things, but that is high. And I didn't even know like NBC was, you know, that was in the contract that, you know, they would, they being the Hollywood foreign press would be getting, that amount of money. Like, I didn't know that. Like, I'm telling you, go read that. It is such a good article. I, it's, it's long. Baby, I sat there with a cup of coffee and some biscuits. And I just sat there and read it, child. Because it was one of those just very in-depth, really good, really well-written articles. Um... I was just like, oh my, like they busted it open. Um, so I'm just like, why? Why were they able to get a, get away with this for so long? Why were they being enabled for so long? And I, that brings us to the second point, the enabling of all of this, you know, and in my neck of the woods, we'd be like the shade of it all. Because this is just shady. But, you know, we got to say enabled because, you know, we just in that space. But they were enabled. They were enabled. And again, like I said in, in you know, part one, how Harvey Weinstein was, and rightfully so, seen as a monster <clears throat> and made to be this scapegoat and that Hollywood was like well he's locked up so you know nobody else you know nothing else to see here and it's like no there's plenty to see here because he was able to do what he was able to do because people allowed that to happen people saw what was going on and the fear of of the crushing wheel of Hollywood is is very swift and fast and will just eliminate people, you know, and all of the work they've done. Um <clears throat> I remember when Quentin Tarantino was like, you know, I just I felt helpless. Like I I saw what was going on. I would say stuff to him, like, but it never stopped. Um, and he was like, that's not an excuse, but that's just what I felt. And it's like, okay, I get it. I get it. You want to keep your job. You know, that is someone who's had like 30 plus years in the entertainment industry and trust me, if he'd have rose up and said something, all of that would have been gone. All of it would have been gone. And I get it. I understand it. But look 
what has happened. Like, so many people were hurt during that time and previous to that time. It's just not him. And that's what I, I really want to drive home with this portion of the episode. It is an entire system that has been created in, ex- in the exploitation of people and the abuse of people and the silencing of people. And so, you know, it's, it's very, it hurts the heart. It is, it hurts the heart. Um, cause you just don't want to see it. You don't, you just don't want to see it. You don't want to hear about it, but you have to hear about it now because it is evident that it just wasn't him. It's an entire system. And what I feel is going to happen here is that they, being the, the Hollywood powers that be, are going to let the Golden Globes go. They're not really going to help them and the Hollywood Foreign Press fix anything. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. The topic of this show is money. It's all about money. Um, So my next point here, my third point, is that, you know, since day one of my um, podcast that I've just been like, hey, y'all need to watch out for Netflix. And I've been like that before the the podcast, baby. Way before my podcast. I was like, y'all need to watch Netflix. I don't know what Hollywood did to them to make them the, into the powerhouse and the you can feel they have this drive to take over. And they've had it for quite a long time now. And I was like, again, I don't know what Hollywood did to these people, but they did something. And Holly, Hollywood's got to come to terms with it because Netflix is here. They ain't going nowhere. They got too much money. Um, (laughs) So, okay. I had, to be very honest, I had wondered, and I, I think I said it a couple times here, at the corner that I was wondering why Netflix was so quiet and then I I did start to wonder about Amazon because they got quiet too like they was putting out content and stuff like that but both um, both giants entertainment giants because they are they were quiet during the war season and usually, you know, they're pumping up. And they did that. They was like, you know, for your consideration. You know, blah, 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 blah. You know. But they got quiet. And usually they're not like that. Usually they keep the, you know, the wheel going. And they're just like... Making sure that, you know, the algorithms is hitting and everything like that. And they did not do that this year. And I couldn't understand why. 
I was like, what's going on? Like, they're not bringing the heat like they usually do. And now I know why. With this, you know, with them both, uh, Netflix and Amazon, coming out and saying, hey, we're boycotting the Golden Globes. Um, with, with them doing that, it changed everything. And the reason they're able to do that, you know, both of those entities, is because they got the money to do it. And they got the power to do it. They are both publicly traded companies. They stock runs very, very high. <laughs> and it's like, these; those are like no-brainer stocks. They're going to be there, right? And they've, they've taken years to curate a diverse, multinational, multicultural base. And when you look at the financial numbers, when you look at the subscription numbers, I'm just like, oh... This is huge. This is bigger than I thought it was. So, let's talk about Amazon real quick. Um, I'm off Amazon. <sighs> I still get some of the content because, you know, just how my system is set up. But I am off Amazon because of what is going on in the warehouses um, I'm not going to get political here. I'm not going to do any of that. But what is going on is, is not good. And I used to be a union member. So anytime I see some atrocities going on, I'm like, ooh, my union, you know, part of my, my brain and things want to just creep up and, you know, just be like, uh-uh. But... It's not a good thing. So I'm off Amazon. <laughs> I am. I'm not messing with it, right? Um, but I'm just one. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about them first, okay? I just broke down just subscription numbers, okay? They, to me, have been the silent and dark horse in the streaming game for a minute. Um, just because everybody has an Amazon account. And with those, you get those services. You get Prime Video. So I did some numbers and I was just like, okay, well, they're about between about, they average about 170 to 175 um, million subscribers a month. Okay, that's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> but again, they do put out good content. So, um, their yearly haul is between about $1.25 billion just in prime video revenue to $1.7 billion a year. 
Now that might be, you know, just some people, that ain't, that ain't nothing. But to me it is. And to Hollywood it is. Um, <laughs> they have the numbers. And Hollywood needs those numbers. Yes, theaters are opening back up. Yes, they are. I understand that they are. But people are still grabbing content at home first. It's just, for me personally, I'm not there. Meaning, I, <laughs> I don't trust other people to not take care of themselves in the space around them. So, I still grab my stuff at home. Um, if I do see a movie, I swear it's going to be at a drive-in because I, I just can't see myself in an actual movie theater right now. So, we're talking 170 million people a month are paying these these monies over to a company um hollywood wishes for that amount of viewership you hear me that is massive could you imagine how much money they would make if only like i don't know 50 percent of that went to the movie theaters and especially right now. Especially over the past year. The panoramic devastated so many business models. Decimated it. And built up others. And I'm just like, right now, Hollywood needs these streaming services. But they really need these streaming giants. And another one that we don't talk about is YouTube. But YouTube really doesn't have like original, original content. They tried it. It didn't really work. And so Netflix kind of gobbled them up <laughs> in that arena. But... Hollywood knows, and I'm telling you guys, this is going to reverberate through. It's not just Hollywood. They know they need that money to survive. Because again, what's happened is this just there's a great divide. Only made bigger by Netflix, who averages. Um, about 195 million um, subscribers to uh, the tune of about 204 million. And it just depends on the numbers. I know the highest they got was 204 million, but then they took a hit um, because HBO Max kind of had a string of hits there for a minute. Um, like, Godzilla vs. Kong and 
um, the, you know, Justice League Snyder Cut, even though they don't want to talk about it. Anyway, those were hits. And so people was like, all right, well, I'm going to watch, you know, I got to make a choice. I'm going to watch these, these, you know, um, HBO Max stuff. But they, they still have about between about 195 to 200 million um, subscribers, Netflix does. And so when you're looking at those numbers, just subscriber numbers, you're looking at between 1.8 billion to $4 billion annually. So combining the subscribers from both bases, you're looking at 400 plus, right? Around that, around that number, give or take a couple. And you're looking at between 3 billion to, what is it here? To about, you know, seven, $8 billion a year just in subscription that's not including the theatrical release money that some of these um, projects have that's not including the stock money that they're making that's not including those just looking at that I'm like I don't know what y'all gonna do Hollywood I don't know what y'all gonna do because this isolation that that this isolating light that has been cast on those two specifically Disney still gets recognition because they're Disney <laughs> and you know they got the cloud Netflix and Amazon they don't have the cloud not as not as deep as Disney does not as deep as Warner Brothers does. But what they do have are the numbers. They have the numbers of us, the subscribers, and they have the numbers of money. That's why they were able to pull this boycott off. That's why. And it's admirable what they did because they had to do it. Um, in order to be taken seriously here, they had to do it. And what I think, where I think Hollywood messed up is first when, first they have not been taking them seriously. And so by them just being like, whatever, we don't take y'all serious. They granted both of these companies the opportunity to grow these huge ass numbers and now you can't ignore it even though y'all trying they cannot be ignored y'all being you know Hollywood you can't ignore it now you can't and here's another um, another point here is that Netflix and Amazon first they did try to come to the table they did. They tried to get that seat at the table and they were denied. 
So, guess what they went and did? Y'all see what they done went and did. Whose content are we really talking about more than anything? Are we talking about Nomadland like that? No. <laughs> are we talking about the father like that? No. Are we talking about, you know, like, really? Look, even Minari. I love Minari. I love Minari. It was so good. But we don't talk about it. But what movies do we talk about? What content do we talk about the most? What is always trending? Some on Netflix. Some on Amazon. You know what I mean? And so, what these companies were able to do is completely dismantle Hollywood. And they don't even... Hollywood doesn't even understand the dismantling. Like, they don't. And so, they're staying on this this raft to stay afloat which is only going to get y'all so far and so what's happened with the golden globes and not just with the boycotts but just with like you know what is going on here and baby trust me like the la times i just read like you know a snippet but they have like two more like in-depth articles about this whole thing and I'm just like oh my god I got some rain to do I got some rain to do oh my gosh but that'll be part three because what they dealing with is what I want to talk about next time but what's happened here is that Hollywood and their attitudes toward let's just say they were very aristocratic they were very aristocratic. And that didn't end well the first time, y'all. Come on now. It did not end well. <laughs> so to adapt that type of behavior and mentality, for me, it's asinine. But what they've created is they created this. And when I said they're a raft afloat in in the ocean of of, of all of this art stuff, um, whilst Netflix and Amazon pretty much like have their own cities now, um, <laughs> um. But they've also created their own, their own demise. And, you know, I, I've said that I've just studied it for a really long time. Um, studied this system in particular for a very long time. <clears throat> just because I have this, like, scientist kind of mind where... If I'm going to be a part of a system, I need to study it. And when I don't, that's when I tend to get harmed um, in all the ways and become depressed and all of these things. And so when, you know, when I got into screenwriting, like, you know, 13 years ago, I studied and I have continued that that education of the system um so 
I, I don't know all the ins and outs, but I know a lot of them. Um, I understand trends. And so I, the problem here is their demise isn't a trend. Like this is, this is something, this is something altogether different because we really haven't seen something like this in a long time. Um, I'm going to wrap this up here shortly, but I just feel like they had so many opportunities, they being Hollywood, because let's be very honest, what's going on with the Hollywood Foreign Press, um, why so many people are pulling away from them, either publicly or uh, in private, is because it's it's just not sustainable. But what what Hollywood has to understand is neither it's not just the Hollywood foreign press. And that's my final point or conclusion to all of to all of this um all of this episode or all of this information of this episode is that these are warning shots. NBC doing what they just did is a warning shot. It's saying, hey, we're not going to tolerate this stuff anymore. <laughs> we're not. Um, if things do not turn around, I guarantee you these other broadcasts are going to take a hit as well. Um, this, you know, I said, you know, the thing that Tom did, the put up or shut up. To me, it was. Those instances were put up or shut up moments. Um, that is, it's always like a warning shot before, you know, before any anything big happens um like an earthquake there's always you know you can always feel the little rumblings going on and there'll be an earthquake you know what i mean and so everything is like that everything there's always like some initial action that just has this reverberating uh, reaction I always think of butterfly wings. Um, <clears throat> I always think about that analogy. And that's what's happening here. I'm excited because, again, these type of um, situations bring in new everything. New opportunities. New, you know, rebirths in, in people's careers and things like that you know I keep thinking about Glenn Close and I'm just like how the hell does she not have any Oscars I need that to be figured out how the hell does Amy Adams not have any Oscars how the hell does Emily Blunt and you see I'm just naming off you know um you know people who are not BIPOC how does that happen 
And it's because they don't play that game. They in it for the art. And it's time Hollywood realizes that and gets back to that, but understand that it is just not white art. The art is colorful. The art has so many facets. And so the sooner they realize that and come to terms with that era of whiteness, that it is over, the sooner we can move on and really create some great things. My fear is that they're going to just let the Golden Globes go, be a scapegoat, and not really change until their raft is literally a splinter in their side. hope you guys are enjoying this um, special series on the Golden Globe fallout. Um, it is it is interesting to me. I, I am enjoying myself, but it, it is opening my eyes and almost healing a part of myself that <laughs> that I lost sight of because I was I had pushed myself into a corner of just trying to be famous and doing it for just awards and things like that and and that's not what my art is about that's not what my spirit is about everything I do my heart is in it and it just it just wasn't mixing it wasn't clicking and so but seeing this going down and people speaking up and, you know, all the things that have, you know, I've detailed here. It's just, it's been healing. And I hope that if I have any listeners who are creatives as, as well, I hope that, you know, you're finding your healing and your voice um, into creating some bona fide awesome art um I do I I hope that for you I wish that for you because you know nobody wants to be lost at sea and (laughs) with no compass um into what you're really supposed to be doing here you know your purpose so that's all I'm gonna say here um again go check out that article from LA Times. Um let me see if I have it still. I think I do. Nope. Um but yeah, it was February twenty first. Um, definitely check that out. 
um, all the numbers that I got from there, you know, got um, and, and spoke about in this article or this episode were from that article. I mean, it was just such a great article. And then, you know, the Netflix numbers I got directly from Netflix's um, website as well as um, Amazon. I got directly from Amazon's site. So that's my little biblio. Y'all take care of yourselves and I will see you or talk to you later. Bye.